0: Welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here we talk about the connection between creativity and healing, and how we are creative, and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally. Join us now. Hi everyone, Larissa Russell of Creative You Healing, and today I have with me Erin Reed. Erin brings a fun, romantic, and sometimes funky feel to her projects. I love that line. She has been called the queen of layers. Her first love is family, her second love crafts in all forms, including card making, scrapbooking, art journals, mini albums, mixed media, altered items, home decor, watercolor, DIY, kids crafts, and so much more. I don't know how there could be more, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she has been published in many magazines, books and websites over her 12 plus years of professional crafting career. She has worked with and helped create products, video content, graphics, and booth design for many big name crafting companies. She has most recently launched her own digital content of graphics and SVG files for all kinds of fun creative projects. She also loves to create video content for all her creative endeavors. And you can find her latest creations on, on her social, social media, media channels, Erin Reed makes. So welcome, Erin.
1: Hey, so fun to be here. Yeah, wow, that sounds like when my like life is like in a nutshell. It sounds kind of different. <laughs> like i wrote you know, it, when, but you, still, when you, know, you hear <laughs> the bio,
0: yes. When you hear the bio, it's like, ooh. <laughs> I sound important. Ooh, I, I sound that. more important. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I often think that it's like, oh, you you just put down the things that you do. And then uh, when you hear it read yeah. to you, it's like, wow, look at me. <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> we, need, we need to celebrate that more. It's so true. Do. So can you tell us a little bit about how you became, who you became and what you do and, and a little bit of your story?
1: So I have been crafting and creating ever since I was little. I can remember, you know, always doing a little bit of something. My grandmother was very, you know, crafty. My other grandmother painted. You know, it was just, there was always kind of creativeness around and and, then Girl Scouts and things like that. And then also, you know, being Canada Girl Guides at the time too. So there was always something creative happening. And, you know, as you get older and I had a science career, I used to actually be a high school science teacher for a number of years. Um, didn't really be creative. I didn't have the time for it most of the time. Uh, But then life throws curveballs. And so the big curveball in our life was we had a daughter who passed away and she was four months old. And that was my last day of teaching because I was at work and my way of coping along with going to therapy um, was, and at the time, I don't think I fully understood what I was doing. It was just my natural, I gravitated towards it is I created. So I wanted to see her pictures every day. It was just, and I had a three-year-old son. So my time to be creative was late into the evening. So I'd be up until three or four o'clock in the morning. And then, you know, luckily my mother was nearby. So she'd help with my son in the morning. And that was just a total mess at the time. And so, but I would scrapbook, so I would see her pictures and I would scrapbook and I didn't want to just do like plain scrapbooking. So I'd go online and I would start, you know, delving into at the time it was like scrapbook.com had all their forms, which they still do. And they would have their big galleries and there'd be kit clubs. And I would just start kind of going down the rabbit hole, uh, you know, on the internet and looking to see what was out there and just getting ideas. And some people had tutorials and some people had maybe short, they were like step out tutorials about how they did certain techniques. They would write about it and then I would try it. And I was going, the teacher side of me started eking itself out again, going, well, I could do that too. So I started my first blog and I look back at some of the very early posts that I did and it was just like, oh my goodness, but we all have to start somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. absolutely. (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> and so then I started looking and everybody had blogs. This was back in about 2009, 2010. So my daughter passed away in early 2009. And, you know, in the next course of that next year, everybody thought blogging was such a big deal at the time and everybody had their contest. And they had their linkies that you would go in and you could submit, if it was on your blog, you could submit your project to those blog posts. And I started getting brave because I would take the pictures to put on my blog. And I'd also put them up on like scrapbook.com. And so I started putting myself out there, entering to win these contests. And maybe it was to get a free digital file or to get like some ribbon or whatever it was, just like, oh, I get supplies just for entering if I win. Um, and what I mean, like I entered into contest, I would sit there and I had like a whole list on my, on my computer. I think I had like 40 different places that had contests, like weekly, bi-weekly, and I would just create what I wanted to create. And I would go in to see what would fit into their whatever. So sometimes like two of them would work for me. Sometimes 15 of them would work. It mm-hmm. was just totally random. Um, But I started putting myself out there and some companies saw what I was doing and started reaching out and I got asked to be on design teams. And then I saw like, oh, well, this is a thing to be on a design team for companies or for, you know, individual people that had ribbon companies or they just had a kit club or things like that. So. I put my my hat into the ring for doing things like that and I got on some and I didn't get on a whole bunch. Got told no, way more than I got told yes. But I was like, well, you know, I got if I got one, yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it just kind of kept going and going and going. And eventually some companies were like, well, we pay I'm like well, that's even better, you know. And then it really started kind of morphing from something that was my therapy to something kind of fun and I enjoyed it and I needed to be creative every day. And this gave me goals because I had a deadline that I needed to meet. And so, and it gave me specifics and I needed that structure. I needed that vein to be in and something else to think of and get my brain around. especially going to sleep at night, I'd be thinking about, well, what next project instead of my brain going into a whole different direction of where it shouldn't need it to go and didn't need it to go because, you know, all the different PTSD issues coming back. So it gave my brain a different avenue to go down because I was thinking, okay, well, what's the next project I can create? What's the next thing? And then I went down the rabbit hole of video. So then it's morphed to here.
0: <laughs> it's morphed to here, which is, it's quite a big year. <laughs> so- Says, you know, all the things that you do, and it's amazing. And uh, yeah, and you know, one of the questions I always ask is, What does healing with creativity mean to you? And I mean, I think that's a perfect example, but maybe you want to yeah. kind of, uh, expand on that a little bit.
1: So, it, like, you know, going, going back, it gave my brain something else to think about. So, when I am in the creative mode and I'm thinking about what project, you know, and for me, it, it's driving in the car. So because that's where I was driving to the hospital to find out what was going on because I didn't know yet. So that's a big trigger for me. Um, It's gotten way better over the years, but also going to sleep at night when there's nothing else going on. It's quiet. You know, I still sometimes have to sleep with the TV on to kind of drown out the noise, but it still gives me something else. Okay, well, what are the projects? And my mind can go in a different direction about the creativity side versus dwelling on the negative yeah. um and the sad and the, the depressing and the you know just the the bring me down i don't like being down i hate that feeling of just ugh, i like being up and happy and excited i i i thrive on that level um and so mm-hmm. i my create being thinking about being creative and then doing it and coming down and so that of course, at least for me, I'd start dreaming and I'd wake up and I'd be like, I have this great idea of what I can do. And it would just kind of go and snowball from there. And then I'd have to get into my studio and start creating and doing fun things. And, you know, now again, still working with my companies, I have the deadline. So it's forcing me to come in here and be creative. And it's gotten to it's definitely work now. It's not a creative outlet like it used to be 10 years ago. Now it's okay. I have a deadline for a job, but I still get to be creative. And I thrive in that mode of doing, you know, getting my hands whether it's creating digitals and having fun. So sometimes I'm just like, okay, well, let me just think about a new collection I want to play with. Or let me just think about a new thing because I'm in kind of a funk and I'll just start playing with graphics and getting Mm -hmm. in there and kind of doodling around with that. Or I'll come in, I'm like, okay, I just got this new product. Let me just sit and play with it for half an hour and see how I like it or what it's going to do and how it works. And I've given myself structure. Like I have a card making Wednesday, every Wednesday. So every Wednesday I'm going to be creating cards. And like getting in there and being creative. So I have to build myself into a schedule, kind of like to force myself into my creative art therapy, if that makes sense.
0: It absolutely does, because I'm the same. I have added uh, programs because I needed that creative time. It's like, okay, let's, Mm -hmm. we're going to do this now because I need it. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah sort
1: of thing. so it's it, kind of like understand that my scheduled therapy every wednesday <laughs> yes exactly
0: exactly <laughs> mine is an alternate tuesday and thursday but yes uh because i can just go in and create and not have to think and we hang out and it's just a lot of fun and so um it's just a creative time right and yeah yeah, yeah. and when you Absolutely. get busy with the business part of being a creative it it definitely is nice to schedule those in for yourself yes. yeah Absolutely. And I just, I just want to say um, my heart goes out to you because I don't think any parent should ever have to bury a child. And so my heart goes out to you to have experienced that. Um, I I do think when we can put that negative um, into a positive, Mm -hmm. that's not quite the words I wanted to use, but you know, you've turned it around and used your um, therapy for yourself, if you will, um, mm-hmm. into this thriving business that, you know, um I love seeing I love when I, I see people who get free products and they get to try things before. know everybody else gets them and and so i always think that's so much fun and that's not quite what i do so it's never going to happen but i just think it's so much fun (laughs) and so i love watching those it's like oh
1: when is that coming out because i need it right so
0: yeah yeah you get to try all the things the fomo issue
1: right (laughs) (laughs) i i've solved that fomo issue because i now get all the fun things from different companies and some i don't even ask for they're just like we're going to send this to you i'm like okay sure (laughs) i'll I'll try it out (laughs) yeah which is
0: super fun. Yeah, that's super fun. And so, so this whole creative endeavor like you've built quite a business from this like not just oh, and goodness. and one of the things that you know people often think because of our culture is that there's no money in being creative, there's no money in being an artist. There's um and and you are an example of how that's not true. There's many of us yeah. that are examples of how that's not true.
1: I wouldn't say I'm a bajillionaire, but no, I do bring in a profit every month.
0: So. Exactly. Um, you know, I don't. I don't have to go work in a cubicle any longer, and I'm very grateful for that. And um, my
1: cubicle. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but mine is starting to feel like a cubicle as it's starting to like close in on me with all the supplies. I need a bigger space. But yes, <laughs> have
1: you seen the floor below me? I've got bags of things that you should see like the desk. I don't have my cameras study it but I'm like I'm in the middle of filming reels and so I have all these products and I've got you know things going on and so I've it's just kind of everywhere and there's three boxes just over there that came in and see the storage unit that's full of stuff I mean it's
0: yeah <laughs> oh I, I get it and I don't even do product placement and all of you know all of those sort of things and I but just well I must have that because you know we can create new things with it and, and so I, I totally understand it but The whole um, thought behind, you know, um, the starving artist, if you will, how did you change your mindset about that? Or or did you or, or how did that all come about for you?
1: So I can actually pinpoint to a very specific moment where that flip happened. So I was working and I was on design teams and I wasn't on any paid design teams, all the design teams I worked with was I was getting product. And at the time I was very satiated with that, um, since then I've been a very big advocate to companies that look, you can't just pay your designers, they're marketing for you. This is just also Fox for myself for a minute um, or for, for everybody else who's out there, they are doing a lot of work for you. They have built up their social media. You are utilizing them. You need to pay them. And if what you can afford in the, an affiliate program, that's awesome. If what you can afford is a monthly statement on top of do not ask them to pay for the product that you are now getting free marketing for. <laughs> so you know, artists should be paid in whatever capacity you are able to pay them in and you can't eat paper or glitter. You know, you need money is, is key. They are paying for their website or whatever it is. Their time is also a huge hmm. factor. Yeah. So I was at a conference and I was, um, chatting with a friend and she has an amazing YouTube channel and I'm going to give her a huge shout out. Her name is Shannon Green. And at the time, I had just barely delved into YouTube. Like I was just dabbling my foot into the idea of video content and I hadn't really found my groove yet. I was actually kind of treating it more like a slideshow reel versus an actual YouTube video. Mm -hmm. Um, but after chatting with her and talking with her and she had already had, I think she was at 20,000 subscribers. So I kind of like, Oh, she's where I'm at now, which is fantastic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she's been doing it for a little while and she's got a great personality. Um, she was telling me she was actually bringing in money from her YouTube channel monthly. And I was like, that's a real thing. <laughs> and I, like I knew you could monetize your channel, but I never thought I could get to that point. But then seeing somebody else who was like me and she was doing the videos. And so I started kind of watching her videos and she gave me a ton of great advice and we would have like video chats and things like that. I was like, okay, I think I can do this. And so I just like jumped in feet first and like, I can do this. I just got to find me. I got to find my voice, what I like to do, you know, and like what works for me. And then I took the next steps and I started seeing my videos in, like increasing, increasing and like the watch views. And I saw like the little pennies started trickling in. This was before they made you have like a certain watch time and a subscriber number. At the time, anybody could just turn on monetization and it would just get to the point where you could reach that hundred dollar threshold and mm-hmm. then they would pay you out. Um, so i already gotten past that threshold when they changed their monetization situation. I think it's cause they just had so many people trying to do it, they had to have like a cutoff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's a whole different rabbit hole. But um, with that, because I was doing video and a lot of people in our industry hadn't really done video yet. A lot of my companies are like, oh, you're doing video. Oh, well, we don't have anybody else. And so I was kind of at the beginning of that concept of doing video content with products from companies. Mm -hmm. So they would send me stuff and it wouldn't be like massive companies at first, um, but it's grown and grown. And then I went to another conference. I went to CHA, which the first year I went is when it switched to Creativation. And that's when all the big players in the creative industry would come, and I met up with some wonderful companies, and they brought me on again to do video. So video has been like my shoe, the foot in the door, about how to get content. So I'm making money from the company that's sending me products because they want video content or they want to be on my channel. YouTube's paying me, and then my my blog or my now my website is also bringing in money. So it's just kind of, you make sure you don't have just one venue, you have your foot in a lot of different areas, <laughs> you know, you're constantly putting your feelers out to wherever you can, and now for me, it's not video edited, video content, long form, it's all the reels and the shorts and the TikToks, all the companies are wanting that content, and I started doing it a year ago, or a year and a half ago, actually, so... There are like uh, in the past like three months, more and more companies like, hey, you doing those reels? Because they've started doing really well for me. And Uh can we ask you to do some? And I'm getting to the point where I'm having to turn people away because I only have so many hours in my day, or I need an assistant, one of the two. Anybody have an assistant? Anybody know anybody? Um, (laughs) Wait, I'm. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm hitting this awesome threshold where like I just, it's so much content and which is great. So it can can work. You just have to find what works for you. And I love video. Mm -hmm. I 100% thrive in it. I work great. I've figured out all the ins and outs of it, but it's taken me years to get there. Mm -hmm. So some people are really good about pictures. Some people are really good about, you know, hosting events like these podcasts and summits. You got to find what works for you and then go just dive into it. And that's where you can start thriving and creating and making money with what you do and what you love.
0: And I think that's a really important point, what you said about having your sort of, uh, you know, you have to have your finger in a lot of pots, right? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, unless you're, I don't, I can't even think because as a creative, I, I do, I have my finger in a lot of pots, because there's just, there's different ways to do things. And I love having my finger in everything. And I find (laughs) then you also, if something happens, like, you know, a lot of people, uh, have had problems on social media and things like that with Facebook and Instagram. And, and all of a yeah. sudden they go from making money to not making money and that's mm-hmm. their only, you know, income. And it's like, so when you have your, your finger in a lot of pots, you have, you know, choices. And yes. like, even for us, we've never really utilized the social media in the way that it probably could be YouTube. We're starting to do a lot more. And mm-hmm. um, to, to sort of build on that, because we, video is what people want and you know if I can do short quick ones then that's awesome and uh, yeah it's all about being authentic and sharing right people want people want to know people want to learn things people and so yeah connect yeah 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 that's the authenticity part Mm -hmm. yeah and so yeah we've been we've been starting to do more of that and and, and then, our way, of course, is the summits because we get to collaborate with so many amazing people like yourself and um, different projects that we get to do and and you know from that other projects, you know, I've, I've written a book, I've done I've got another business with an, another person. I've you know I'm doing a, a live podcast, if you will, with another person, and they're all started as presenters, right? So you never know where that's going to go. Never know. collaborate with others.
1: You never, never know. And then I love also going to some of these other like just conferences or summits, like in-person stuff too, because you never know what conversation you're going to have with somebody, you know, here's a prime example. The last event, so they stopped, they combined NAMTA and Creativation together into one show just because, you know, things have been in COVID and everything else. So it's all one show now. And I went to the last one that was in Florida and one of the companies he had, um, he does sublimation. So he creates like the heat presses and the tumbler presses and all the different kind of blanks that you can do for sublimation. And, you know, I'd not heard of his company before, but I heard nice things about the company and he brought two people to help in a system and they both went home sick. So they left the show on like day two. So he's tearing down a 10 by 20 booth all by himself on the last day and I'm going, do you want some help? it's it just like, Hey, can I help you please? Like you're doing this all by yourself. You have nobody to help you. All these other booths have like 10, 15 people tearing down. And he's looking at possibly being there for like six, seven hours, putting everything and tearing it up. I'm like, I'm happy to help you just in that little small period of time. And there was no, like more than, can I please help you? I didn't have like an end game. Like I'm going to work with you. It was just, you need an extra pair of hands. What can mm-hmm. I do to help? I am a body. I have nothing to do shows over. Right. Um, And it just, you know, conversation. And then he took me out to dinner as a thank you. And then we just got to chatting and, you know, it actually ended up turning into a business relationship over the course of what we were, you know, just because we kept chatting and talking, but you never know. I mean, put yourself out there. You never know what can happen.
0: Absolutely. Say yes. (laughs) Say yes. Even if it's uncomfortable, say yes.
1: and just be nice that's the other thing be a nice person <laughs> that's like a hands down if you are a grumpy mean or a person you're not going to get very far you be nice to people and it makes a world of difference oh my goodness yeah oh, it's, it's true yeah everybody it, wants it, to feel yeah. like they are value and that they're appreciated and when you make them feel this big they're not going to you know like well how does that help anybody so yeah, yeah. give somebody a smile compliment them <laughs>
0: And don't go into all of these things with an end game, right? Like, mm. like with a yeah. ulterior motive, if you will.
1: Yeah. yeah. Don't try to be that sneaky person off. No, it's just, I'm here to help you. And that's what I want to do. That's it. Yeah. That's and I've found that has been the best way. Like I
0: genuinely, genuinely. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> genuinely. Genuinely. Go. That's what there I was trying go. to say. Genuinely. Yes. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> want to help people that's why i started doing what i do i want to mm-hmm. help people and that's growing into so much more because i have put myself out there to help people and yeah. you know really if you are in service to others as an entrepreneur you 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 can't go wrong right like well unless you don't charge them in which case you can, because yeah. you're will broken, and you'll that starve. That has and... been
1: my issue. Yeah. It's been like, how much do I charge people for doing this? And I think I started undercharging way too. So I'm, I'm having to build up my confidence be like, no, I'm worth more than that. Yes. You know, so that's the other side of it. Give yourself, and I'm working on that for myself, you know, and I, I have people tell me you're not charging enough. I'm like, okay, so good, good to know. Let me, let me increase my rates a little bit because I am a value and I need to, respect myself for that too, and not undermine me either. And for everybody, you are worth more than you probably think you are. Much more. <laughs> and I need to listen to myself on that one too. <laughs> it's a journey we all go through. It's a journey we all go yes. through.
0: Well, Erin, I want to thank you so much for being here. And is there any final thoughts that you'd like to
1: add for our listeners today? Uh, just, well, we, uh, if anybody is interested, you can check me out on my social media. But if you go to my website, erinremakes.com, I have at the top of the list, you can see that it's my main page, my store, my blog. I also have a whole link up there for freebies. And they're freebies for printable files, for downloadable SVGs. So you can do cut files, you can do sublimation. There's a whole slew of things that you can do for card making or general crafts. It's kind of kids' craft ideas. So if you want to go grab yourself a fun freebie, it is there. They're absolutely free. It says $0 on there. So you just can kind of download it and it's yours. So go and enjoy and create and have fun.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that because I think, you know, it's so important for us to create. And so uh, we'll make sure all the links are there so that they can find you easily. And again, I just want to thank you so much for being here today.
1: Yeah, it's always fun. Love to be back anytime.
0: (laughs) To our listeners, we will see you again next time. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Thank you for listening. If you found our podcast of interest, we'd love for you to leave a review wherever you listen in.